Welcome to Pete and Hannah's Watchlist. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell. I'm here with my great co-host, Hannah! Hello, people. Hannah, on today's show, we are here for the AFI Top 100 on the new day of Fridays. Second week of this. Fridays. Good times. That's Australian time. Australian. Yeah. It's Australian time. And we're here for movie number 88. 88. 88. Bringing up baby. But before we begin, that was great audio right there. Before we begin, <laughs> tell the viewers and the listeners of what they should do. Pretty please leave a like and subscribe to our channels. And leave a comment down below any of your feedback or your favourite movie so far in this top AFI 100 list. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one. Mm-hmm. So, we've had so far this week. We interrupt regular programming where we downloaded people the... The last episode of True Detective. Then we also looked at Madame Webb and we talked about our experiences at the Taylor Swift concert yeah. uh, the Eras Tour. Is Better Live? Yeah. And then we previewed uh, Driveway Dolls, which we were lucky to see earlier this week. Yes. And Zone of Interest. Uh-huh. Plenty of content on the channel. And now we're here for AFI Top 100. Mm-hmm. My favorite time of the week. Love this time. Oh, it's been told me you talking movies. How good is this? Yeah, talking movies. Well, sometimes we've never seen. Bring Our Baby, released in April 1938, goes for an hour and 42 minutes. Have you seen this one before? No. I haven't seen it either. It's another one on the list I haven't seen. Uh, where did we watch it? Watch it on YouTube. Couldn't get a copy. Yeah. There is. Uh, it's part of the Criterion Collection, so you can get it in the States, uh, but you can't buy it in DVD in Australia. So we watch it on YouTube. The Elevator Pitch. David, a zoologist professor who's working on some brontosaurus bones, is searching for the last bone. He finally gets it. And then he's told about a million-dollar grant that he can get from an heiress. And he's trying to woo the lawyer. And he meets the heiress's niece, who has a pet leopard. Yes. Called Baby. Baby. Uh, Makers Studio, RKO Studios. Mm-hmm. So they're all going through a tough time at this stage. Yeah, they are. But they're going to get bought out by Howard Hughes soon. Which is fine. Which is fine. But we watched an RK movie. Um, yeah, swing time. Yeah, a couple of years earlier. Uh, so let's talk some stories behind it. So they had Catherine Hepburn yep. to contract. So they're trying to yeah, make they a. Did. Like a comedy star, because she was already a serious actress, but they were trying to make her a comedy star. Yeah. She hadn't done this slapstick vaudeville stuff yeah. before. This is screwball comedy. Yeah. So he created he created the term screwball comedy, Howard Hawks. Yeah. He said that it was because there was no normal people in this movie, and that's why there That's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no normal people at all. Let's talk about the story behind it. It's based on a short story from um, Hagar Wild from 1937. Mm. Hawks was going to work on a, um, a Rupert Kipling um, movie. Yeah. So he was turning a, one of the books into a movie. But oh, then it okay. got stuck in turnaround. He read the short story, went to RKO. They bought the rights for the story. $1,004 they paid for it. <laughs> he worked on it with Wild. Now, the story was t- two people that engaged buying a pet panther for their oh, brother-in-law. Okay. Brother. But they changed the whole story. I love that. There's not much, much, much difference now. Um, 
So he was riding it with Wild. Yeah, yeah. Hawks. But then he, he's got a good friend. His name is Mr. Ford himself, who was starred in the um, oh. your movie that you liked last year with Steven Senior Spielberg. Senior Spielberg. <laughs> John Ford, like, sorry, but ladies and gentlemen, I've got a um, bit of a cold here, but we'll, we'll just run through. Um, great audio again. So, John Ford, good friends with Howard Hawks, yeah. famous director, worked with many people. Oh, many. You had, like, all these different actors, a lot of them in this movie. He had a writer that he knew called Dudley Nichols, and he worked on this script. Yeah, Dudley Nichols did Stagecoach, and he also did Sister Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well-known playwright, yeah. well-known uh, writer. Now, rumoured at this time, Catherine Hepburn, who was dating Howard Hughes at this time, Ooh. Uh, was also rumoured to be dating John Ford. Ah, interesting. Well, Catherine have, um, like, got around, I guess, you know. Well, it was well portrayed in the Martin Scorsese movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, The Aviator. So that was portrayed in that movie. I don't know. Good movie. Good movie. Now, sticking with the story. So... Catherine Hepburn was chosen because that she was already contracted. Yeah, yeah, so obviously, yeah. They got her on set. She was getting paid seventy five thousand dollars, which was a lot at that time. Yeah. It was one of the highest. Cary Grant hadn't made it big. They were looking for other people. The first they were going to talk uh, turning this movie into a Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers movie, but then they came up with Catherine Hepburn because Archie pushed Catherine Hepburn. Then they were looking for a male actor. Uh, John Ford and Howard Hughes um, both mentioned Cary Grant. Howard Hawks goes, okay, let me see some rough cuts of The Awful Truth, which was Cary Grant's yes. first movie. Yes, 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 yes. Sees it, goes, this guy's perfect. Now, Cary Grant at the time, he was 34 and he thought that his time to be yeah, a movie star had passed. Yeah. He saw that younger people like Jimmy Stewart... Uh, were doing really well for mm-hmm. themselves, and he thought he'd missed the boat. He was a famous stage actor, vaudeville from England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he was I... huge, you know. And so he thought he'd missed the boat. But this movie, along with um, a couple other movies, was sort of the ones that got yes. him into. He this is this is um, I think might be one of the first of many he does do with Catherine Hepburn. They become a little. They do a few. Together. Yeah. So not only Catherine Hepburn, they do four movies together. Yeah. But they Howard Hawks also does um, uh, many movies with Cary Grant, including yeah. um, His Girl Friday. Yeah, very famous movie. Now, so we keep talking about Howard Hawks. Let's let's talk about what he also did. Rio Bravo, huge yes. western. He was also nominated for Sergeant York. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so huge, huge act. Never won an Oscar. Never won. Really? Yep, he was nominated for Sergeant York, but never won. He won an honorary one, I think, but never won an Oscar for Best yeah, Director. Okay. Okay, so we've talked about Catherine Hepburn, Philadelphia Story. Guess who's coming to dinner? Won multiple Oscars. Yeah. Last one, uh, Hulie's Gold. We also won with Henry Fonda. She's also a, a badass. Yeah. I, I've she was from a rich family. Yeah. You know, like, I've heard she didn't have to do this. Now, she didn't get paid. Um,. Her usual rate for this movie, she got producing credits, so she ended up getting royalties yes. from this movie. Yeah, she like a, a Jack Nicholson type now, of royalty deals. Uh, we'll come back to her. No. So, Cary Grant, 
a huge mm-hmm. actor to catch a thief, arsenic and old lace, charade that we did with uh, yeah. Wookiee's podcast. Um, is, and a fair yeah. to remember. He's wow. one of my favourites. We'll come back to him. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about some of the other actors. Barry Fitzgerald in this movie, he was a big John Ford guy. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. started in How Green Was My Valley, and he also oh, starred okay. in... The story of Seabiscuit, the first movie oh, about the horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. He played the Irish trainer, which wasn't real. It was just <laughs> made up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. You take so, some liberties. <laughs> so the movie cost a million dollars to make. Perfectly uh, reasonable for that time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But the box office bombed. Yeah. During the making okay. of this movie, they were saying to Howard Hawks, you've got to tone down the slapstick and you got to go more romance. They kept saying it. And he said, they said, you've got to tell Cary Grant to take the glasses off. The glasses look silly. No, I love them. <laughs> I'll tell you something about those glasses, right? Yeah. Do you want to know something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those glasses were the inspiration for Christopher Reed's Superman. For the, for the he, whole Clark Kent. He modelled, he modelled, he modelled the whole look of Superman, um, the seventy-seven version. Yeah, on, on Cary Grant. It's David. That's so incredible because a hundred percent. The whole I, slapstick as I, well. When I, when this movie started, and you see Cary Grant full get up and like he's got these glasses and stuff, I'm like he reminds me. He's like a Clark Kent type. It's so brilliant. Yeah, I yeah, know. I love it. I love it. Love it. And you know what? That makes a lot more sense because I love I I love Clark Kent more than I like Superman. I love so, the glasses. So. As I said, it bombed. It made a paltry six hundred thirty. Like there's other reports that it made a little bit more, a little bit less. Yeah, it depends uh, on re-showings and stuff. End up, they end up re-releasing this movie yeah, after Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant become were stars. become yeah. stars. Made a small profit after that. Yeah. So there you go. So that's what happens. Critics were mixed. Variety liked it, but New York Times hated it. Mm. Said it was just boring, and we'd seen that stuff before. Uh, awards. It hadn't won nothing. <laughs> Other awards, it won no awards at all. Wasn't nominated for anything. Um, should have won an award. Okay. Should it have won? This is my theory, right? Howard Hawks should have won an Oscar in his time. Since uh, movies, now this movie is probably one of his best. So should he have won? Now, the person that won best director a year was Frank Capra. Now for 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 uh, um. Can't beat him, join him, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, if it's Frank Capra, I mean. He won multiple, so yeah, maybe, Frank you know. Frank Capra, I mean, he's brilliant. I love Frank Capra's work. It's really hard to go, oh, he doesn't deserve it. But I definitely think it is definitely a case of like a director that should have probably. Yeah, it's weird. Because... You can't take it with you, it was the, the, yeah. the movie. But like Angel with Dirty Faces, Boys Town, yeah, which was highly big. a yes, successful movie. That was big uh, Four Daughters, The Citadel, with the other ones. Like, he should have got nominated for it, I reckon. But like, the movie was hated. I think it should have gotten nominated, but it's only on the reflection of the fact that um, Oscars were really weird, especially for those People. movies, because they were still trying to figure out if they were going to celebrate because they had a separate category really for like musicals because they were a completely different side of film then yeah and so it's crazy and music was more popular than films at this stage as well well because it was basically seeing it was basically seeing what Broadway shows and Broadway stuff and seeing it on the screen reaction to this film recently like 
people love this movie. Yeah, like, I do. The Rotten Tomatoes, 97%. Letterbox, 4. IMDb, 7.8. Like, New it York Times, the, the recent critic, loves it. Like, yeah. It, it <laughs> yeah. is one of those. It's been nominated twice on the AFI top list. Like, originally it was on 97. Now it's uh Higher, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Hannah. Every week on Thursdays okay. on Movie News, we do hot take clickbait. Okay? Where we do the clickiest of all clickbaits. Hannah, what is your clickbait for this week? My clickbait is that uh, you could never do a movie... A movie like that, like this, really charming idea with the whole... There's a there's a actual live um, leopard they have here. And you could never do that ever again. <laughs> ever again. One, Peter. Like, <laughs> coming at ya. And then two... Um, that's just so freaking tense. Well, I was gonna talk, I was gonna talk about it in the the next segment that we're gonna do, but uh, oh, they I... they had run-ins with the leopard. Like Catherine Hepburn was really good with it, and the the trainer said that well, she, she could tell. be a trainer if she, she wanted tell. to. But she was getting so um, okay with it, she turned the back on the leopard and nearly got tackled. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the only thing that saved her was the whip of the trainer. Yeah. And so from then on, she the her and the leopard weren't allowed to be filmed together. Crazy. It, it, the thing is about this film is that it involves like this like humor and stuff. But there is a there are two very like almost famous two famous coast uh, like stars here with a live animal, mm. and that is literally it's not just like it's not like a dog or something. We're talking about an actual predator. Yeah. Just sitting in between them, and it's like. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy idea, but I, I just think a movie like this could never be made again. Even nowadays, what you would have is a CGI animal. Yeah. And it just, it's I'm going to be honest, does not, it's not as funny. It, again, the danger's not there. It's actually quite clever how they did it, like how they filmed the it shots. in shots. Yeah. It's a, for, for 1938. It's, Honestly, it's, it's incredible because... Um, especially with the idea, like, CGI, not a thing. We're talking about... The practical effects, like, back then are just amazing how they get away with stuff. Even, I think the slapstick and the humour is just iconic. Because nowadays it's not as funny when someone falls over. But in these movies, they Not the way they did it. When they did that walk, it's, oh, this is a shallow part. And they just walk and they go straight into the water. That's hilarious! That's funny. That's That's hilarious! And then even, yeah, there's a bit where she she trips over and then she pretends to keep yeah, tripping yeah. over. Yeah, on, and on then the he trips over. Like, it's, it, it's funny shit. It's, it's incredible. It's, but yeah, I'm just saying a movie like this would never be made again Good clickbait. in the same way ever again. My it's click, unique in that way. My clickbait is. Also dangerous. Cary Grant is the best actor never to win an Oscar. It's not even close. I'm with you. What what like, band you want? Uh, what soapbox do you need? I'll get you one. Like, how does he? How did he not win one? I love him so much. Oh, he's so funny. You know, not only just his funny roles, even like his later stuff. Yeah. For me, it's he has this. He's grumpy Cary Grant. Like that's mm. how he plays all of his roles, mm. which isn't a bad thing. And but young grumpy is like cute, and then old grumpy is just like classic. Grumpy. Yeah. Um, I think even, name name another actor that should have won an. Academy Award more than Cary Grant. I'm thinking of old actors. No, no, no. Like, they all get one in the end. They, yeah, Cary Grant. 
Like, you, you, you think of... Yeah, you think of, like... I, so I reckon what didn't help him, because the last 20 years of his life, he never acted. He stopped acting in 1960. But I, then he would have just done a pity one, which doesn't count. I don't like uh, to give pity ones. Well, it's, no, that's Stop. what I'm saying. He he didn't even get the pity one. Yeah, no, that's what the thing. He would have just done a pity one. Which yeah, well, I reckon he deserved it. The pity. He deserved it. A pity Oscar. No, I... I just can't think of... I'm just trying to rack my brain. Like, everyone who think is... Everyone, you know, probably like, you know, you know, my boy Ben Affleck, you know, like he deserves one. Oh, he hasn't won for acting. Yeah, I know. He's won one for writing. He directed the Best Picture winner, but I don't think he was producing on that movie. Um, But, you know, could he win one for his performance in the J-Lo music video? Mate, that was pretty good. (laughs) He was pretty good in that. (laughs) Don't give my boy Ben Affleck his gun. I like them donuts, you know? Duncan, imagine that. <laughs> imagine him winning for Duncan. That'd be great. No, but I- I'm with you on that. I just can't. I just He's it's just it, amazing. It's also the thing, he is a classic actor. So yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Like, and to catch a thief, he also yeah. is one of the most iconic it's, roles in that. Is he... Does and he then get, other... Wait, other... And then other um, Hitchcock films. Does he get gunk for... Not, uh, for... For, um, for being attractive? What do you mean he... Oh, because he's attractive. Yeah. Do you reckon he got gunk for that? Well, Clark Gable was one of the most attractive men in Hollywood, and he still won one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was like, literally the bona fide, like, hearts for heart. I don't know, because I do find him super attractive. So it's like, yeah. I, I think... Um, no, I just think maybe it's just some of the... the Films like some of his like he does do like he's done like the angel one he, the angel I cannot remember the name of it he's done a few like serious like war ones and such. Robert Redford never won an Academy Award for acting either. Oh, he won really? for best director, but never won for interesting. Acting. Maybe Cary Grant should have gone into directing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But yeah, yeah it's I amazing. Think, I reckon. I think some of the competition may have been just tough, and they just never picked him. But it is crazy because he's. He's just iconic. Well, I don't care who was up against him in some of the years. He should have won. So. <laughs> uh, let's go down to our uh, segment of scene breakdown. So let's go scene by scene and we'll break it down and see if we've got any stories to tell about these scenes. Uh, so David finds the exciting news that he get, he's he got a bone to finish his collection yeah. of uh, the Brontosaurus. And, and, he, and he's getting uh, He's married. getting married. Yeah. The next day. But he's the, getting married. The wife... The yeah, wife to no be just, just like I'm yeah. marrying you. Doesn't so he want to kiss him? Yeah, I'm marrying you so we could just focus on your career. Yeah. And it's and he's like, but what about the honeymoon? And then he, he oh, what about? <laughs> he has to meet a guy called Mister uh, Peabody, and he has to play golf with him. He's trying to convince him to give um, an heiress's million dollars for uh, research. Yeah. Catherine Hepburn. Uh, is also playing golf, and she steals David's ball, then crashes into his car. Just yeah. great humor it's, from it's, there. Hijinks of like she keeps, um, oh, she and then she starts deliberately yeah. doing it yeah. by accident, and it happens. And so, Catherine Hepburn at the start, when they first started making this movie, she was really trying to be funny. But Howard Hawks tried to explain to her that people that try to be funny are not funny, it's mm-hmm. people that are that pretend that they're not funny are funny, yeah. So they got a vaudeville actor to come in and try and teach her, and she, by the end she got it. Yeah, because but at the start it wasn't looking good. Because you know what it is, it's that um, like in the in, like Leslie Nelson, like oh. that kind of thing where he's just a proper British actor, like a, a proper a, 
Um, it's one thing that Howard Hawks um, regrets from this movie is that he made Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant in this movie slap both slapstick. He said that one of them needed to play the straight character. Now, uh, you, this, mo- yeah, this okay. movie this movie, is like highly successful now and people love it because both of them are playing the slapstick. But he said the reason that it didn't work at the time is because you need a straight man to play yeah, off no, it. No, there was... Uh, yes, because... I think for it was, it was honestly it was absurd. Yeah. Like to to a to a normal audience, like there's too much comedy. Yeah. Yes, and they weren't expecting it. Uh, so after that, they run into the, each other at restaurant. So David's going there to meet Mister Peabody, and then yes. Catherine Hepburn is playing with an olive, and then the olive falls on the ground, and then Carrie Hepburn falls over, slips yeah. over. Oh, that is, is funny stuff. This is this is some of the funniest things, and they, there's a switching of purses, and he almost gets like, um bashed up at one point and then there's another bit where and then she accidentally rips his coat and then she accidentally rips her dress dress. and he's trying to hide it and And then she's like like, what are you doing doing? yeah yeah and he's trying to tell her and she's like no you don't want to be with me right now yeah yeah and and then she figures out that there's a a crack in the dress and she's hiding on the pole and and then hiding and then they hide together it is very Mm. funny uh then david learns that she has a uh, a pet leopard and they, mm-hmm. she learns that he's a zoologist. And so she rings him the next day to talk about the baby, which yeah. is the leopard. And the he said, I'm not going to have anything to do with you. You've caused me nothing but grief. And then she falls over. But then he uh, thinks that the leopard has attacked her. And then so she plays up to that because she's fallen in love with David. Yeah, she wants she's, this guy around. Yeah, she wants this guy. And then David doesn't want anything to do with this girl yeah. at, at all. And then, so David rushes over there and then uh, David figures out that it was all a ruse and then she's going to give the pet leopard to David and then they he said, no, I need to go to this place to see Mr. Peabody. And so they d- decided to drive to Connecticut. Now, this is where you get the leopard in the car with... Yeah. Both David and Susan. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And so they're driving along the road. He's, she's playing with the leopard. And then they crash into this caravan. Yeah. And it causes nothing but oh chaos. My God, just and then you get And then you get them, you know, parking. There was also, um, there was also a shot of Kerry Garrett walking down the street with a leopard yeah. following behind him. And I'm like, oh, my God. Carrie like, Carrie Grant absolutely hated that leopard. I would think so. And so, so when the leopard wasn't on set, when they got kicked off set because of the nearly attacking Catherine Hepburn, yeah. she brought in a stuffed leopard and used to prank Cary Grant with it. Oh my god, that is funny. Because they got on really well. They double dated, like, so she was dating Howard Hughes at the time, he was dating another actress, and so they double dated all the time. Yeah, they, were, they were really good friends. Next scene. Mm-hmm. So David tries to buy meat for the leopard. That's very funny. And then they go back to the aunt's house. And then David um, gets loses his clothes. Yeah, because she hides. She yeah. like hides them. She's now at this point. She's, she's like, trying to keep him there. Yeah, yeah. Because he, if he goes back, he's he's gone. And then there's then there's a famous scene where he's dressed in women's clothes, and then and he, he makes he makes a ad lib about being gay, <laughs> and that's the first time that gay they think in movie history that Moose I was mentioning as a different as, yeah as, as yeah the way as a, a homosexual, homosexual now, yeah guess. homosexual term instead of just being happy 
Um, so David runs into the art, gets in trouble with the art, and then doesn't realise that's the art, that's the heiress. Yeah. No, 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 because at yeah. this point, she's been using, like, nicknames yeah, and yeah. such. She hasn't been talk- talking about people with their first names. But there's a dog. At this the stage, the dog, an Irish terrier, steals, steals the bone... And the bone, that the last bone that's going to uh, be for his Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus, I think it is. Yeah. And so then they have Long to search neck. for it. So they're, they're going around. He's in like this weird um, uh, equestrian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's horse riding. And so they're searching everywhere. And then the aunt thinks that David's crazy. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't Catherine, help. He Catherine. says he says to uh, Susan, Catherine Hepburn, you need to make sure that you don't tell your aunt, that I am David, the yeah, one that... Yeah, because he wants yeah. to have a good impression. So she makes up this weird name. She calls up, him Bones. Yeah, she makes up... But not Bones, story. S, just Bone. And and that he hunts big game. And, like, she makes up all these stories for everyone. And then from there, they go and have dinner with, like, this guy that's doing, like, um... This uh, general... Yeah, he's uh, doing, um, uh, bird calls. Yeah, that's really Yeah, because he, he hunts big game. Yeah. So then, then the then they lose the leopard, and then they're searching for the leopard, and then they realize there's a leopard in a circus, and then that gets that's broken out, and so then there's two leopards. Yeah, and they, there's a crazy one. Yeah, and then the nice. Yeah, one. yeah. You got and baby. also the dog. Yeah. The dog. There's a famous scene of the dog and the leopard hanging out, like fighting, yeah, yeah. play fighting around, and the, the leopard and just I- keeps meeting these random drunks. You know, I just think it's so nuts. So then they end up in jail. Like David gets arrested, yes. and then there's this. T- oh, she gets she gets arrested. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets arrested because this is like a vagrant or something. Yeah, she. Oh no, she's a, he's a peeping tom. Yeah, yeah. Because she got in trouble because she was singing to the leopard on top of a. Roof. Oh yeah, that famous song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. She, she's trying to get the leopard down, yeah. and these people think she's well. That's nuts. that song. They that song was in the original short story, and then oh. they had to pay eleven hundred dollars for that song to get into the movie. So that was perfect. So, uh, so then you get the two leopards in the jail, and so because she takes the angry leopard home, yeah, she and she goes to David, oh, I got the I got the leopard, you know, and then no, then so then David saves the day by locking the bad leopard up in the jail yeah, cell. He, he was yeah. he protected her, and, and then he like her. faints, and you know, and then you get the scene where like David has just broken up with his fiance. Uh, there, he's working on the the brontosaurus. Yeah. She finds the last bone, brings it up to him. They declare their dying love for each other, and then they, he's had th- he's had the time of his and life. And then they then they wreck the dinosaur. This one, it, it is this part is hilarious, but yeah. it, it is also Mate, the this, most absurd. The part last of the movie. twenty minutes of this movie is the reason to see this movie. Like, if uh, going to reasons to see, like, it is slapstick at the best. Like, my favourite scene in the movie is when they go through the pond and they're just walking and they bang all the way. I love that. I love but that. But the, the, the jail into the bones, uh, it's just, it's just funny. Me, the, the rocking of the ladder, it's just funny. Why me, are you rocking side to side? No, it's you. you. Oh, like, it's just funny. For me, it's the, um, that dinner scene. He's sitting there. And the dog is sitting on a separate chair because he keeps following the dog outside because he's waiting for the dog to dig up yeah, the yeah, bone. Yeah. And so this entire time at this dinner, he's not paying attention. He's not listening. He does not carry. And they're trying to make conversation. And he just walks up and walks around the whole house with the dog. It's just the funniest thing. It is very funny. Um, but yeah, I think this movie very much. Like, the yeah. slapstick humor is absolutely amazing. incredible. Amazing. Cary Grant, great. It's some of the best. Catherine Hepburn after this movie, she was 
considered because of flopped. She was considered box office poison. So RKO, yeah. um, who had her on contract for seventy five thousand dollars, we're going to put her in a B picture. She ended up buying her contract out for two hundred twenty thousand um, dollars. But because yeah, it, she was she was voted with um, Joan Crawford as the the yeah. worst actresses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of the thirties. So there you go. Uh, reasons not to see this. Reasons not to. Uh, if you don't like absurdity, I mean, that's the only, like... Uh, nah. Uh, no you know what the reason... No... You know what the reason not to see this? What? It's so hard to get a copy. Like, we... The oh, qu- my God, the, yes. the quality of the copy on YouTube is not great, but we, we watched it. Yeah. But, like, seriously, like, I'd love to see a good copy, like, to see crisp, clear. You probably... Oh. It probably shows the, the, the great shots that they were doing. Like, it looks really good when you... Yeah. Can't see it clearly, but if you had a crystal clear copy, but no joke, no, I've, I've, it's, I've this movie's to, this movie's funny. I've wanted to watch this movie for years. Yeah, this movie's uh, funny because it is on like when you like listen to people's top four or you <laughs> watching a movie or show like someone mentions bringing up baby. Candace Bergen's favorite movie of all time is this movie. Yeah, it bringing up baby. Yeah. someone mentions that, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, in those letterbox like, force, it's, it's been I've mentioned. never seen it. Yeah. I've never seen. I like I've never seen it here in Australia. I've never ever seen it. Not even on TV. I I think this movie does deserve to be on the list. I think it hundred percent does. I don't think it deserves to be higher. I think it's it's about its right spot. Yeah. No. Yeah. I feel it too. Uh, would it. you Would you buy it on Blu-ray? Yeah. Hundred percent. Would you watch this again? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, rating this one. Uh, where are you feeling? I'm thinking golf club. Like it's like, golf club because it, again, I, I, think, I, I think if they had a straight person in this and then they had them playing off together, I think it'd be even funnier. Uh, no, I think if they just. I think it, I think if they would have had uh, Catherine Hepburn as a slapstick person, and then Cary Grant as a more straight, he's very funny. In this is his as, slapstick humor is so, like him but he's made it. for the straight. He's yeah, made oh for no. the straight. But I feel that um, the reason I put it as golf club is just because the slapstick humor and the jokes of this movie are very funny, and but and the absurdity is but. The storyline, kind of like like the the whole fiance bit he has. Yeah, that like, doesn't work. It doesn't work out, yeah. and then him falling in love with. Yeah. You don't you don't see him falling in love no. too much with her, but you see. Yeah, the end goes oh, Like at the yeah, end, he's yeah, like, yeah. "I have the best day ever," but it was kind of like you know you just a little bit rushed. Do you know that this movie goes for an hour and forty two minutes? But when they first yeah. wrote this movie, right? How long was it? It was t- the script was two hundred pages long. So that means the script, the movie would have gone for over three hours. That's cut a lot out of this movie. It would have just been slapstick for on slapstick for years. <laughs> I'd still watch it. There's a lot of ad libbing in this movie as well, which I love. Yeah. Um. That's it. Bringing up baby. Yeah. Golf club extraordinaire. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I had a great time. Yeah. No. This is one of the funniest ones. On the Next week we go back to serious. Twelve so Angry so Men, starring the great Henry Fonda. Fonda. Yes. Yeah. Uh, feedback on last week's episode, Six Cents. Um, did we say anything stupid last week? I can't think. I was right, whatever I said. Ah. <laughs> you didn't just say that, did you? Well, it was a Six Cents. There's no way that someone was waving a flag to a holy star with Six Cents. Um, yeah, it's uh one of those movies, hey, Six Cents, you're... It's just, it's one of those movies everyone, like, watches once in a lifetime, 
or they know the twist already or they've seen the clips and stuff like nowadays i'm not joking i bet you could ask someone if they've seen six sense like someone from my generation they'll they'll tell you no but i've seen the clips on tiktok and i know what happens yeah <laughs> because they are on there and you just watch it um, so for those who want to watch 12 Angry Men, you can rent it on Apple TV or Amazon Prime. That's yeah. it for today's show. Uh, don't forget to give feedback, good or bad, about the show or about your thoughts on bringing up baby. Um, that's it for us. Thanks, Anne. Great show once mm-hmm. again. Until and next week where we catch up for 12 Angry Men. It's bye for now. Bye. Long live similar. <laughs>